0: Hey everybody, before I start today's show, here is a word from our sponsor. Are you looking to improve your health but you don't know where to start? Well, Nourish by Nature Made offers a 5-minute quiz to remove the guesswork from your vitamin regimen. Backed by 45 years of science, Nature Made is the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand, so you can trust them to help you find supplements that are right for you. Visit nourish.com to create your personalized vitamin package today. That's N-U-R-I-S-H dot com.
1: Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, I'm the Get Fit Guy, and in today's episode, you're going to learn about why you need to exercise outdoors. Now, last week, you learned all about all the dangers of exercising in gyms, and today we're going to delve into the benefits of heading outdoors to work out. Okay, so let's jump into why you need to exercise outdoors. In my podcast episode called Forest Bathing, Sleep Hacking, Cell Phones, and Water, The Underground Guide to Lowering Cortisol When Nothing Else Seems to be Working, my guest Evan Brand and I discuss the amazing research that shows how something as simple as spending time in the trees, walking in forests, exercising on nature trails, and hiking outdoors exposes you to tiny particles and phytochemicals that plants release, and this in turn helps decrease salivary cortisol, depression, and anger. Also, in the episode, How to Use Cold Weather to Lose Weight, you learn that stepping outside the constant comfort of air conditioning and heaters and instead getting frequent exposure to temperature fluctuations like cold air, snow, rain, sun, heat, and other environmental variables can increase your stress resilience, burn more calories, increase cardiovascular performance, and get you fit more quickly. I'll put a link to all of those over at quickanddirtytips.com getfitguy240. That's quickanddirtytips.com getfitguy240. Well, now a new article called Natural Environments, Ancestral Diets, and Microbial Ecology Highlights research from as early as the 1960s, which shows that early life experience with microbiota and other bacteria found in outdoor situations, along with low amounts of environmental stress, can actually positively influence longevity and health outcomes. The author of the paper recognizes the co evolutionary relationship between microbiota. The human host. And the article points out the fact that there is lower health, more anxiety, more depression, and increased incidence of immune related disease in developed nations that have become too sanitized, specifically, too sanitized with respect to not being outside and around dirt trees, animals, and other natural areas of microbial ecology, which, by the way, is far different than the man-made bacteria and synthetic toxins and chemicals I talked about last week that you'll find in gyms. Well, also, in a 2010 Japanese study of what's called Shinrin-yoku, which is defined as taking in the forest atmosphere, or forest bathing, Researchers found that elements of the environment, like the odor of wood, the sound of running stream water, and the scenery of the forest can provide relaxation and reduce stress. And those taking part in the study experienced lower levels of cortisol, a lower pulse rate, and lower blood pressure. Well, this should all really come as no surprise. See, scientists have long known that sunlight can lower depression, especially depression from Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD. SAD. A 2007 study from the University of Essex found something as simple as a walk in the countryside reduces depression in 71% of participants. These same researchers found that nature therapy, also known as ecotherapy, and spending as little as five minutes in a natural setting, whether walking in a park or gardening in the backyard, can improve mood, self-esteem, and motivation. Other healthcare professionals are also finding that being in a natural environment has numerous benefits for kids and can combat the obesity, anxiety, depression, and other health issues that arise with this nature deficit disorder. In an article at WebMD, nurse Stacy Bosch of the Clark County School District in Nevada is cited as seeing many students who are overweight or have type 2 diabetes, and she notes that more often than not, These kids spend very little time outside. To get the kids and their parents away from the TV or computer and increase their physical activity can help control weight and blood sugar. And she writes a prescription for entire families to go into nature areas and just take a walk. So now that you know that constantly being indoors in a gym may not actually be the best thing for your health and that being
0: outdoors in nature provides you with a myriad of fitness benefits – I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app. And now, here's a few quick and dirty tips for
1: exercising outdoors. Number one is to walk more. Consider walking the kids to school or the bus stop in the morning, hoofing it to pick up a bag of groceries or run errands at lunchtime, and walk the dog or take a stroll after dinner each evening. If you want to step it up a notch, grab a kettlebell, a dumbbell, a sandbag, a heavy backpack, or any other weight, and challenge yourself to walk one, two, or three miles. Number two is to find a park. Now, anytime I'm traveling, I use Google Maps, Find nearby function to find the nearest local park where I can do things like dips and push-ups on park benches, jog or run on the park trails, do yoga in a quiet grassy area, or even do skips, hops, bounds, and sprints on a wide open section of grass. You can also build a backyard gym. In the episode Strongman Workouts for fat loss, muscle gain, and performance, I give you plenty of backyard and outdoor gym ideas, including making a sandbag I'll link to some good sandbag-making instructions in the show notes. You can get a tire. I went to my local tire store and had them give me some old heavy tires they didn't need anymore. They're absolutely free, and they even helped me toss them in the back of my pickup truck. Afterwards, I did realize that a true strongman probably would have put the tires into the truck himself. You can hunt down a tree. When I go on a hike, I make it a goal to find at least one log and carry it for a little while, either overhead or clutched in my arms or on my shoulders. And the past couple of times I've actually taken a couple of heavy logs home so I can have them in my garage for easy access. You can find a rock. My nearby river has some nice big rocks that I also took home to my yard. These kind of big river rocks are smooth and don't give you as many scrapes and cuts as some of the rougher varieties. You can even push a car. If you have a manual car or truck and a driveway or access to a big empty parking lot, you can put a vehicle in neutral and get ready for the workout of your life. In my CropFit newsletter, which I'll also link to in the show notes, I talk about how a farmer would be pushing, pulling, lifting, hoisting, bending, twisting, and moving all day long. And while you may not have a farm, you can certainly inject a little extra fitness into your daily routine. With activities like going to your local hardware store, buying a rope, attaching it to a tire or a cinder block, and practicing dragging an object in your driveway or backyard or a nature trail, you can plant a small patio garden and go outside, that's moving, to water, pick, plant, and care for your plants. You can go to a park that has a safe and sturdy wooden fence and practice climbing over the fences or balancing on top of the fences or crawling underneath the fences. And of course, you can at the same park or anywhere else where you're out in nature, Find objects like rocks and heavy logs to carry around, and you can even do things like build walls or fire pits or gardening areas in your backyard using rocks like that. Now, number four is hiking. Hiking is a great sport to do with friends or family since it generally allows you to talk and explore while you're doing it. With a little research about your local area, you can often find short hikes that offer good scenery without too much difficulty or special equipment. More difficult hikes with weight packs, boulder scaling, and even stops to carry heavy rocks or logs can provide you with an extreme fitness challenge that's just as tough as any hard class you might take at a gym. And you can also find water. From swimming to kayaking and canoeing to paddleboarding, swimming in rivers, lakes, or the ocean gives you the benefits of the cold thermogenesis I mentioned earlier, a non-weight-bearing, low-impact form of exercise, and even exposure to more elements of nature without all the chlorine and mold issues I talked about in the last episode. Beach workouts that involve sprints, burpees, push-ups, mountain climbers, lunges, and squats can easily be combined with forays into the water for freestyle or underwater swimming. Well, this hopefully gets your creative wheels churning, but I'll bet you have plenty more ideas about how you can exercise outdoors, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you have more questions about why you need to exercise outdoors, the danger of gyms and the pollution I talked about in indoor gyms in the first episode in this two-part series, or your own outdoor workout ideas to add, then leave your thoughts over at facebook.com slash getfitguy. And again, the show notes and all the resources you can find for this episode are over at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy240. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.